0: Is enough to this automatic not
1: act your mid radioactive. When I know, found it from the local sandbine to wait for instructions. Alrighty, and we are recording.
0: Man, where'd you find that thing?
1: Uh, Jordan found it at that community garage sale thing at St. Barbara's. It's kind of cool, don't you think?
0: Right, and why do you even have it?
1: Well, when that security system thing started, uh, Martha and I were worried that maybe they could access our computer files because we didn't know how deep that thing ran. So, you know, we started to find ways uh, to do things a little bit... a little bit more old-fashioned, I guess you could say.
0: Oh, I I see. Or... (laughs) Uh, No, I I really don't get how all of that works.
1: (laughs) No one does. It shouldn't really work, but...
0: Yeah, well, that's true for most things, huh?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've learned to stop questioning the harmless, weird stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of weird, why are we in the maintenance closet?
1: Um, it's really just a theory.
0: A, a theory? Uh,
1: mostly unfounded, but that the security system actually can't see or hear us in here.
0: Hmm. Really?
1: Well, <laughs> Jordan, bless her heart, sat in here for a few hours each workday the first week we'd sort of learned about the whole system thing to see if it had any blind spots. Uh, it was Martha's idea. She'd rotate between a few spots in the station, and...
0: And that... worked.
1: Yeah. No messages in here, even when Martha and I got a few on the same night. The break room is the same, but only after dark. It gives me a headache when I try and think about it too hard. Nothing about any of this is an exact science. (laughs) Anyways, um... I guess we're wasting tape. Um, man, this is so much harder than radio. Martha ran the session we did last time. I should probably give some details. I guess I didn't prepare anything. It was just kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Uh, Yeah. Here we are. We are here. These tapes are really just for us so far, but who knows what will come of all this. But now that you work here, you're a part of it. I mean, also, your whole disappearing for 15 years but actually six-week thing makes you a big part of it, but yeah. Okay, um back on track. It's me, Jess, the current host of the local radio show and i'm not gonna say the date specifically because we are rapidly learning that those specifics don't matter time isn't real or at least isn't what we understand it to be but tanner you've been home for a few months now right uh yeah and well yeah uh could you state your full name for the record please Man, that sounds so weirdly official.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, Tanner Raphael Walling.
1: Raphael?
0: Yeah, you know, like uh, that painter?
1: Well, I was thinking like the ninja turtle, but yeah, he was a painter. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Oh, anyways, um, Martha told me I should have all these questions and stuff planned to guide the discussion like she did, which... I guess would have been the responsible thing to do in a journalistic sense, but I didn't do that. Fair warning, this will probably be all over the place. Um, Right, so I'm going to sum it up into one big question. Uh, Take as much or as little time as you need, and we'll go from there, if that sounds good.
0: All right. Shoot,
1: what happened?
0: in all honesty, I don't remember much specifically about the day it happened. Uh, I mean for me, that was like fifteen years ago now, and and well, it wasn't exactly a day I wanted to remember
1: fair enough.
0: I was walking home, uh, I think. I don't remember from what I'm going to guess like school probably and and at some point there was this like this thing in the air this this moving light with colors and shadows and and, and it looked shiny like uh, like it should have been smooth to the touch and it made It made this musical sound.
1: A shimmering void?
0: Yeah, yeah, like a a shimmering void. It was very welcoming. That's weird to say. And, uh, well, me being a curious young kid, I, I just got a little too close.
1: So you fell through?
0: All I knew was, suddenly, I was somewhere else.
1: What was on the other side?
0: Like a like a wilderness. Just this huge vast other place that definitely was not home. So I did the only thing I could. I wandered for a while until till I found other people.
1: Yeah, you've um mentioned before that you weren't alone.
0: Well, I was ten, so Thank goodness I wasn't. Uh, I would have survived if there weren't other people there. And who had clearly been there for a while. People who, um, who cared enough to take me in and look after me. You know, being that young, I was a burden, you know. Uh, just the fact that they even considered, like, taking me in and and basically, like, Raising me, I... I I owe a lot to them. Uh, After a little while, I... I went on my own. Before I I found a solid group, and and then I stayed with them for a while. Like, like years. We were a pretty big group. Uh, Actually, probably the, um, the biggest one I'd really ever come across there.
1: Can you tell us anything about them?
0: Here, um... This would be the last group I was with.
1: Someone had a camera?
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, this guy, Killian, he, uh, he had, like, this old Polaroid. (laughs) Like, pretty old. I don't even want to know how long he'd been there. (laughs) I traded him, like, a week's worth of food for that picture. Wow. Well, you know, I kept, like, trying to draw people, but I'm a terrible artist. And I wanted something to, you know, remember them by. If Something happens.
1: What are their names?
0: Uh, well, Killian's behind the camera. And that's Solomon, Kiara, Rashid, Sabria, and Suwani and Jin.
1: Um, who's that next to you? You both look so happy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we, um, we were, uh, that's, uh, Becca, Rebecca, my, uh, wife.
1: Wait, what? Your, your wife?
0: Well, we were never, like, officially m- married, but, uh, you know, to us we were. Uh, <laughs> we even had this, like, silly little ceremony thing. Wow. I was gone for fifteen years and and so much of it felt felt wrong. For so long. Until, until I met her. And you know when like something happens and suddenly so much makes sense? Sure. It's probably just easier to tell yourself things happen for a reason, huh?
1: No, no, like you suddenly just felt like you were meant to be there. Yeah. I get it. I definitely get it. How many of you were there?
0: I-I don't know. Uh, over there, people, they come and they go. They emerge and then and then they disappear into the unexplored. I, I meet a few friends when and, and where i could you know sometimes you'd think that you'd met everyone and then and then you'd stumble upon someone else in the distance in the darkness and, and, and the color when i met becca we stuck with her group for a while like years they were our family right up until i came back She's still with him,
1: Tanner, I mean, I know you haven't been back all that long, but you've talked about some of this stuff. You never talk about her.
0: It's, um... It's hard. Talking about it, it... It makes it real. And... And the absence... Not talking about it... It keeps the distance at bay. You know, mm.
1: I can't imagine how much he must miss her. <laughs> how did you meet you and Rebecca if you want to talk about it?
0: <laughs> uh, that's it's kind of a funny story. Um, well, not funny. I can laugh about it. Um, and, and it's really like two stories in one. All right, um, for context this place Look, I know calling it another world sounds sounds strange and kind of stupid, but that's what it was. And I think, I think we can say with certainty we know that these other places are what lie on the other side of those voids. There were similarities between our world and, and that one, but uh, there were many things that were quite different one difference were these um these things these uh, creatures there were lots of um, animals but but those things in particular i i don't even know how to describe them i don't even think i can uh, it was sort of a, an unspoken rule that you didn't really talk about them we called them like wolves or bears but uh, they, they weren't those were just <laughs> the only names we had that could sort of come close okay anyways um I had just separated from a, a different group and I'd been on my own for a few weeks and eh, it's not really important why uh, and, and at some point I just heard uh, screaming Rebecca. <laughs> it's nice to hear her name. Rebecca. And I, I ran, and she was just face-to-face with one of those things. Uh, they're, like, they're quiet. You know, like, they'll sneak up on you if you're not careful. Honestly, I <laughs> i didn't even think before just... Just throwing myself at it. Really? Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean... When you're in survival mode, like, you kind of had to be. It's the exact opposite instinct that you're supposed to have, but... But I don't know. I'm not sure what I was thinking. But it worked. I bought us enough time for others in her group to hear us and come and help.
1: Two stories in one. I'm sorry if this is a sensitive question, but is that how you lost your hand?
0: yeah, well, it was in, let's say, bad shape after the, uh, whole thing, and I, uh, made the choice to, you know, but hell of a meat cute huh? <sighs> you know, for the first few months, I was kind of, uh, well, a mess. Solomon, on the, uh, right in the picture there, um, he was an army medic, where he was from, so, uh. Thankfully, I I was really in the best hands I could have been, given the situation. It's funny, happenstances like that are so often the tipping point between life and death.
1: Yeah, you could have died.
0: Almost did. Three times total, I think. That's not really all that bad compared to the stories other people had. I mean, everyone you met there had their fair share of ghosts. But, um, they took me in, cared for me, kept me going. You know, you, you really see the true nature of people in a place like that. The choice to look out for someone when it doesn't benefit you. In this place where you're constantly in survival mode, and, you know, it's so empty there. That you really find what wholeness, what warmth you can, and, and you hold on to it. You get close to people pretty quick and uh well you know when i was mostly recovered they gave me the choice to stay or move on but well the choice felt like an obvious one they'd uh given me the strength to keep going and i wasn't gonna keep going without them
1: and rebecca
0: (laughs) well she may or may not have factored into that choice Uh, yeah
1: Not to, um, change the subject, but to change the subject, can you describe it for us? Uh, what? That place, that other world. You've described little bits and pieces, but what was it like as a whole?
0: Oh, um, hmm. it's kind of hard to. Um, It was almost like, um like living in an impressionist painting how so it felt half formed like um like someone had had been building a, a replica of our world and just just gave up halfway through everything was familiar but strange you know what, what we'd think of as forests as mountains as as the sky, it was all there, just off, different, a hollow mirage. Colors were were dull and and dark. The air was cold and thin. The the wind always felt stark, and and even the sunlight felt like diluted. There weren't any real cities or. Or places but, but there was the occasional shelter worn like um like someone had come a long time before you built it and then eventually moved on uh, there were also things that i passed through like uh like i did like we all did no one was from there we all um ended up there from other places even other than this place.
1: Did you ever share your stories with each other?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it became a very cathartic thing to, to keep our families and, and loved ones alive and more than just our own memories. It made them feel less less far away. Like, if other people knew about them, they were nearer to us. They were with us. Around us, living in the hearts and minds of others. <laughs> yeah, storytelling was a was a pretty big thing uh, songs too.
1: Wow, I mean, we don't have the time right now, but I would love to hear about them sometime if you'd be willing to share. keep them alive here, you know
0: <laughs> Sure.
1: Can you describe the day you came back?
0: It was, um... It, it was actually night, uh, over there. And, uh... Um, everyone was asleep. Uh, except for me. Uh, I don't really know why. You know, it, it was just one of those nights where... Uh, I couldn't sleep. Like, uh... Like, you know where, where you feel like, like you're hearing sounds? But... but you're not? If that makes sense?
1: Yeah, like something is just keeping you awake. Calling to you almost.
0: Yeah. And then suddenly there there was sound. And then I saw this light. There was this, this spot in the air that was that was shimmering. And and making this sound. This low humming sound that was, was almost musical. Look honestly, I, I thought I was dreaming, you know, the the lights, the, the colors, it was it it was an echo of some whispered memory from from over a decade ago and and the voids they have this this presence too and when, when they're that formed, that close. <laughs> I I hadn't even realized I was up and walking towards it until, until Becca called my name. And and I, I turned around and she was she was where we'd been sleeping and and it was too late. I got too close again. And then all I knew was was that I was enveloped in in, in light and in and, and, and energy and and static and, and and then I and then and then I woke up back to the earth, stomach to the stars with tears like streams from my eyes and blood like a stream from my nose and... This strange... Tattoo etched into my forearm.
1: Oh, hey. Matchies.
0: (laughs) What would you look at that?
1: (laughs) Sorry. Continue.
0: Well... Then I... Was home. Here? Brayden. Home. Whole and... ...solid and... ...bright. And I'd only been gone, like... ...like, weeks, apparently. As... ...as you'd know.
1: What was it like... ...coming back?
0: Coming home? Like... ...like stepping out of a dream. Not... ...not waking up, but... ...like... Like a dream inside a dream. You know, you you go from one door and through the next. Like like passing through a door into a memory. But but it's not a memory because because you can feel things. You can you can touch things. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's real.
0: It's like a dream you wake up from but But the dream was a thing that still happened. Just... Just... But it only happened to me. It was hard at first. It's... It's been hard. Um, I'm trying to remind myself that this is real. I spent so much time there dreaming about coming back and But then after a while, I, you know, I I made my peace with it. You know, being stuck, I was fine. And, you know, you let yourself forget a little. Mm. (sighs) Hmm. Yeah. I guess I don't really need to tell you that, huh?
1: But the unexpected homecoming, the sudden jolting back after 15 years, that's... That's a shock.
0: (sighs) Like jumping... Head first into a glacier pool.
1: I know it was hard leaving them behind, especially without even knowing you were doing it. Um, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but how's it been being back with your family here?
0: It's been difficult. You know, some- sometimes my mom, she just she looks at me and and i can tell that she's just seeing all of that time that that we were supposed to have together and and there's a lot of guilt both of us are are sort of carrying you know about me being gone about being raised by other people in in another place you know even though neither of us were at fault and and there's nothing that either of us could have done it's just you know it's wrong it shouldn't have happened and 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 i've had years to deal with that feeling but but she hasn't and it's only been like a couple of months for everyone else and that that makes it like fresh all over again i mean Look, I left, and my little sister was six years old. And then I come back 15 years later, and she's still six years old. And I don't even think she understands what happened. (sighs) I don't know. She's taking it pretty well, I think. It's bittersweet being home. It's... It's just another adjustment to make. Though, if I'm being honest, it was not one I was thinking about when I was just dreaming to be back, and... (sighs) I'm sorry, I... uh, I just guess I needed to tell someone.
1: Hey, it's okay. I totally understand.
0: Hey, sorry if this is, like, sensitive, or whatever, but... Brayden is, like, your other place, right? I mean, I mean, I don't really know what the story is for you, but, but Martha's told me basically that much.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Do you ever talk about it?
1: Not so much. Um, it's been easier to not.
0: <laughs> right. The absence. Well you ever need to.
1: Thanks. Um, not right now though, cause that's not what this tape is for. I've already had my tape, and you can listen to it sometime uh, if you want. This tape is for you, to talk about your experience. I mean right now you're one of the best, like, witnesses, I guess? We have to this sort of thing, so. For sure. I mean, not everyone we've spoken to has agreed to come on record like this, but Martha and I have been trying to make sense of things for a while, as you know, and there are so many holes and shadows and we're hoping that things like this can help us fill in a few of the gaps and maybe start to keep track of things. We're doing our best, I guess, to just try and understand what's going on so that we can eventually share it with people. Because it affects all of us, you know?
0: I mean, look, I'm not a scientist or anything, so I'm not going to try to offer like any sort of science terms, but, but the way I've come to understand it is is with this metaphor uh, about walls. Walls? Yeah. Like, like you know, if, if you don't really have any... Insulation or, or, or soundproofing or whatever things like like sound and and cold they, they leak in, you know the the, the sound. It, it's not always perfect. It's not always clear. It's muffled or or muddied, but but it does come through all the same. Well, that's kind of what it's like. But but instead of the walls being built badly or or whatever, someone or Something is sanding them down, thinning them out.
1: Who would do that, and to what end?
0: Well, I'm pretty sure we have a good idea on the who.
1: Right. Yeah. I guess we're pretty certain on that front.
0: And they said it's always been a part of Brayton. I mean, it's been weird for as long as I can remember, and and it's always been special but you know the, the the bigger stuff that's only really been going on this year
1: like whatever's causing it is getting stronger
0: or or weaker uh, i mean it's beginning to show all of these rips and 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 tears and and it's it's letting things through
1: wait you said they
0: uh, did i uh, um Yeah, uh The, um... The the Faceless?
1: Mm, they're the ones that found you, right? If I'm remembering that correctly, we've... We've got notes about the whole thing on our, uh... Mystery board? They found you in Farmer Daniels' northernmost field.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they brought me back.
1: Wait, what? Uh, Damn! Brought you back? What does that mean? (laughs)
0: Look, um, I'm... I'm really not supposed to talk about it yet. Uh,
1: what do you mean?
0: Uh, fuck. Um, they, they told me there was a time and a place for for sharing that, and and that they'd be the ones to to tell us to to tell you when when things were right. Yeah, and... but
1: no, wait. If they know how to bring people back, all these people gone. If it's those void things, and they can do something about it. Why, why wouldn't they tell us? People have been hurt. A kid has died.
0: I know, I know, but
1: you've known the whole time. Why would you pretend that you didn't?
0: Look, I really don't know any more than that, and 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 I really can't say. Even if I did, I, I make promises, okay? Others have to. And, I don't think it's an exact science. I mean, I mean, if if it was, they would have done more.
1: Could they send me home?
0: I don't know. I asked about Rebecca, and it didn't seem like... Look, I've already said a whole lot more, and I probably should have. Look, I really am sorry... I know it sounds like I have a lot more answers than I do, I I swear, look- No,
1: it- no, it's okay. Like, I understand, it's not your fault, I just- There are so many secrets, it's getting kind of frustrating. I mean, we've even kept secrets here, and that never sits right with me, but- this would have been nice to know. I get why you you didn't tell us, but it would have been nice to know. I know. I mean I even reached out to them to come in and record one of these, but they declined.
0: I know, but but I trust them. I I want to trust them. You know, they They brought me home. I I have to.
1: Yeah, I do too. And so many people in town do as well. I mean, I met with John Mulroy the other day and just hearing everything they did for the family while he was sick, they've proved themselves to be something and I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. It's just what would have been nice to know.
0: Oh. Hey, um, Martha told me we were we were followed home from that meeting, right?
1: Yeah, it's not the first time I've been followed home by those suit people, but I feel bad for John. It's unsettling, to say the least.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: And it's even more unnerving, considering we thought we were being discreet. I mean, I've met other people like that, and to think that maybe it's happened to them before and and they didn't know.
0: And what'd you guys meet about?
1: Just to talk about his, uh, thoughts and experiences surrounding the mine. Oh yeah? How and when he got the job, when he and the other workers noticed that they were getting sick, if... In hindsight, there was some sort of catalyst for it. He didn't want to be recorded though, which is totally fine. It's hard to even find people who want to talk about it, or anything, so... Hmm. I mean, I don't blame them in any way, shape, or form. It isn't easy to talk about. Nothing is easy right now. Things are scary. Especially with all, you know, and. I think it's easier for me because. Well, I don't have as much at stake, I guess. Don't get me wrong, I love this place and I care about the people here with all of my heart, but. When I think of home, most of me doesn't think of here.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. How long have you been gone?
1: Um, four years? Well, probably closer to four and a half now. Yeah. So, nothing compared to you, but... Yeah. (laughs)
0: Look, it's not a competition. Distance is distance. and, And it hurts.
1: And it hurts. Anyways, sorry. Not to bring the whole thing down. Um, back to the tape and the subject at hand, as unfortunately we do have a time limit. Is there anything else you want to say about it? As vague as it is?
0: No. No, I... I really don't think so.
1: Yeah, sorry this is so disorganized. I'm sure we covered the important stuff. And if not, I guess we can always make another tape. (laughs) It's a work in progress, but thank you so much for this. Whatever this ends up being good for, it's just good to have a record of these things made by people who don't have anything to hide. Or at least far less to hide than other possible parties.
0: No worries. And uh hey, uh Yeah? If if you ever want to talk about it, you know, about about your family, like uh Vent, you know? And and you think that it'd help to talk to someone who who knows a thing or two about what you're going through, then uh, just let me know, okay?
1: Likewise. If you ever need to tell a story about your friends, about Rebecca Thanks. Well, if that's everything. That's it? That's it. Well, for this part. Still got a show to do tonight.
0: Right. Hey, so, um, Martha told me it was actually your birthday tomorrow?
1: (sighs) Did she now?
0: Alright, the tape's done. Did they hear it? Got word saying it came through. Oh, we've got sound. Are the mics working now?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so, for now. Hey, Jordan. <clears throat>
0: uh, hey, hey, listeners. Uh, I'm really not sure how long this is gonna last right now, but um, look, I just wanted to say uh, we're still here. We're still here, and, and we're okay. <laughs>